0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to O, oh, a podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by Orock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of Orock.
1: I'm Michael Gray. I've spent the last month uh, sweeping out the living room of O'Rock ever since I got caught stealing all of the fries.
0: <laughs> I really wanted those fries, Michael. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> they were the crispy,
0: crunchy ones that I loved. Oh, yeah. That's right. You can be the head janitor. I think that sounds reasonable. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's yeah.
1: been my dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, I've told you about this I, I was a, I was a janitor for a summer one time As a summer job
1: Oh, I, I haven't at, heard this, no
0: No, oh, yeah, it was a summer job At, uh, if you can believe it My old elementary school <laughs> My uh, my mom was able to get me the job Because she was a teacher there A uh, third grade teacher for many, many years So I got to spend a summer uh, Painting the walls Scraping gum off of desks uh moving stuff around, sweeping. Uh we had a big like floor cleaning machine that we got to push around. It was it was weird. <laughs> I was working with janitors uh that were janitors there when I was in fourth grade, third grade myself. <laughs>
1: Did they recognize or remember you from well, they, they... incidents? <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: I was a very good kid. No, but they they all knew me because my mom had been working at the school for so long
1: okay, yeah, that
0: uh, makes sense yeah so which which is probably how I was able to get the job. Uh, I don't think I wowed them with my interview where I likely said i if I recall correctly, I didn't know how to use a mop which which was a problem for a bit. They had to show me how to mop correctly
1: oh you you need you need to uh <laughs> I remember I tried using a mop when I was, uh, you know, cleaning theaters. It, I I broke a light bulb actually <laughs> in, in the bathrooms, but oh, it wasn't it, on purpose. Hit it, with,
0: hit it with like the back of the handle or something. Yeah, like yeah. That, it was one of those long mops. So
1: yeah, it wasn't like I was I trying you. to play pinata with the mop, <laughs> trying to destroy oh. the light bulb.
0: Well, the the real the real big day for me, the big treat was when. Uh, someone came in and replaced my my hand paintbrush with a paintbrush roller. That was that was incredible. Everything I, just suddenly went so much faster.
1: Actually, yeah, that does sound pretty awesome. <laughs> it was
0: <laughs> and it was fun too. I, I um I I, I <laughs> Don't need to talk about this that much, but uh, one of the other summer help was uh, was a kid that it had been in my class. I'd be fr- I'd been friends with since like kindergarten, first grade. So it was it was kind of cool to get to spend a, a lot of a lot of time with him. And he went on to actually be a teacher at the school himself uh, a few years later. So good for him.
1: He had so much anyway. fun. <laughs> no, he, he, cleaning that was bathrooms. That was he decided to do it permanently. <laughs>
0: oh no, no, he teaches. Uh, he teaches. I want to say middle school history, something like that, social studies.
1: Ooh, middle school, wow. Learns about the American Revolution every year. <laughs> oh, no, no, ancient Egyptians oh. is grade six, right?
0: <laughs> we I don't think we ever studied Egyptians in middle school.
1: Really? Oh my gosh, because I, I remember... Um, I think it's mentioned in To Kill a Mockingbird, where they had to study the Egyptians at grade six, and they had no idea why, and it's like, we did too!
0: No, I think I think it was what you said the first time, we always just start with, like, the Native Americans a hundred years before the Revolution, and then we would make our way up to, like, around World War One, and then we'd start again from the beginning next year. I think it was in high school that I had to take a world cultures class for the first time, and I was utterly unprepared for that class i had no idea what anything was talking about because we'd never studied countries outside of the u.s
1: wow well at least you know some of the <laughs> countries outside the u.s that we got into wars with but
0: yes <laughs> only the very early wars i I was familiar with france and england i got those down pretty well
1: oh uh, did you learn anything about like the, the mexican-american wars for oh Texas yeah. and such
0: that yes, yes, that does sound familiar too. But yes.
1: nothing about Asia, nothing about <laughs> oh, Africa, oh, absolutely
0: not. No, absolutely South not. South
1: America, definitely not. <laughs> or Europe. <laughs>
0: so how you doing, Michael?
1: I'm fine. It sounds like we're gonna have to make a uh, an educational game. I don't know.
0: <laughs> For me specifically, yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, I had a document here with some game things that happened. What's been happening with you in game development? Have you been having, like, secret projects that you can't talk about?
0: Um, maybe. Maybe a few. (laughs) I actually just wrapped one up, uh, last week. Um, and I'm definitely not gonna say who the publisher is or what the game was, uh, but I will say it paid more than multiple of our games have made for me combined. (laughs) It was you know like a month and a half long project what oh which 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 I think as as people have been listening to this podcast, know speaks a little more to our sales than it than it likely does to the uh value of the contract
1: well, if you're talking but, about the games which sold like two copies each, then yeah maybe... well i'm
0: <laughs> it's possible I'm talking about like Francie Drew and uh I don't know, I think I feel like Pizza Boy didn't sell as well as i as I was hoping, yeah. It's a shame. I think that's actually one of our, our better produced, best looking games, to be honest. I think I think we did a really good job on that one. But... I
1: think every the all the people who got it really, really loved it. And I don't think that was the case with yeah. some of our other um, poor sellers.
0: Yeah. All right. So I just need to get better at selling the games, I guess. Better at the Steam page, uh, figuring out trailer stuff. That's always so hard. I'm not I'm not persu- I'm not a persuasive individual. I'm not good at being like, here's why you should buy my game. I'm I'm better at here's my
1: game. Hope you <laughs> like it. <laughs> oh, they, I don't know. Get you a book on marketing, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Give me a book on marketing and world history. That's my Christmas list this year. <laughs> yes.
1: So I also had a um A little game writing misadventure this past month. Oh boy. So out of the blue, I got an email from uh, someone who's looking for people to write um, three to four murder mystery games. And I was like one of three people who were recommended. And it's specifically because of uh, One Minute Mysteries, which surprised me because it's like, wow, my game that doesn't sell well it might get me an actual job. It's like, it would be amazing if that job paid more than, you know, the actual game. But, um, you know, the person ah, I'm probably not supposed to, like, read their emails out loud on a podcast. That's
0: probably... No, prob- probably not. You can tell me. Oh, I'll,
1: okay. I'll, I'll, I'll edit it out.
0: I don't know if you listened to last episode, but I ended up bleeping several names and, and numbers and stuff like that that we weren't supposed to share.
1: Oh, no. You, you, you bleep them out, so it sounds like we're cursing the entire yeah. time? Yeah.
0: <laughs> a little bit, maybe.
1: Oh, man. That bleep. I really don't <laughs> like that guy. <laughs>
0: Huh, yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of it coming across that way. Hmm, Maybe I'll have to think of a better solution.
1: (laughs) Anyway, um, uh, the person wanted an estimate. An estimate, so I I had no idea what the estimate is. I don't know what my normal rates are, because I've never done this before. So I I lowballed it. Um, I said um, 80 cents per word, or $1,000 for the whole thing. And they never responded. Yeah, I sent them a follow-up oh. email a um, week later. They never responded, so... My joke is, this person wanted me to write a murder mystery. Clearly they have been killed, and that's why they didn't <laughs> respond. <laughs> I Maybe somebody else had a lower bid, but... Uh,
0: yeah, someone else is like, I'll do it for two cents a word.
1: Oh, I wasn't the one who came up with that. Uh, it, <laughs> I wasn't the one who came up with that bid. I would have done yeah. it... Um, uh, however long it took me to write uh, Cap present, basically, I know it took me like an hour to write each chapter of Cap President, so I'd figure out what the average number of words per chapter is. It's like, okay, this is reasonably how many words I can write in an hour, and mm-hmm. say I'm paying myself $15 for an hour. That's how I'd figure out my per yeah, word. Yeah,
0: that sounds about right.
1: But um, my wife said she researched it, uh, and she's like, here, this is a good lowball. And I'm like, okay, I'll assume you're correct.
0: Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I have no idea. I definitely also I think tend to lowball people uh, for the sake of of getting the job, uh, and cer- certainly to my own detriment. It's it's tough. I'm also constantly impressed and amazed at how fast you can write. I was I was writing for a project today. I spent the whole afternoon on it, uh, and I added a net of uh, a thousand words, which was I think a page and a half. So I don't know how you do it. I don't
1: know how I do it either.
0: Please tell me your secrets. <laughs> Give me your secrets, Michael.
1: I get stuck all the time. <laughs> uh. It feels like I'm not writing as quickly as I, I can or should be um, at That's this moment, because I just finished writing. Um, what do you call it? So with um, The Kidnap Prom Queen, my goal was to write, like, you know I had nine chapters left to uh you know in this final pathway, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna write a chapter a day, be finished in a week, hopefully, and then it ended up being like three weeks, so hmm. I'm not feeling confident in my um speed writing abilities, especially when you've got some days where you know i day number one I wrote six hundred and thirteen words,
0: okay, well, see that sounds much more reasonable to me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that that's all right. That's that's closer to
0: my pace then.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, if if I get a chance to work multiple hours, then maybe I I can. So I think yeah. I've mentioned Nano before the National Novel Writing Month for November, and right right where you're supposed to write a novel that's like fifty thousand words. So I've just been keeping track of how much I wrote each day with my uh, video game writing projects. I know you're supposed to do it in November, but it it we're it's on the honor system, so they don't know <laughs> if I actually. Well, now they
0: now they do. I'm turning you in. Oh,
1: jeez. Oh no. <laughs> Someone will. Yeah. Oh. Uh. But um. Oh my gosh, there are a couple of days where um. I, you know, you can tell which days I had like the whole day off and was able to write because those are the days where my word count just explodes. Uh. But another trick I did was uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is cheating or not, but uh, instead, of introdu- instead of writing like a variable to um, keep track of whether or not a-, a topic's been discussed before in the programming, I just did a huge chunk of copy-pasting. I think that completely inflates the word count?
0: Uh, I would think so. <laughs>
1: I would imagine
0: if if it's literally just, you know, the same thing for 300 words that was already in the in the script.
1: Yeah, let me see if I can find that section again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it sounds like so, you're already
0: cheating, so who cares?
1: Yeah, so here's the thing. Let's see. There are, there are three clues our heroes can discuss. And so yeah. I've got a separate scene for... Um, each different possibility, I guess. So I don't know if that's like six or ten possibilities. But, you know, if you check out the TV remote, the conversation's always going to be the same. The only thing that changes is what can you talk about next. And if, if I were smart, I would have just made a variable to say, okay, have you talked about the nameplate? Good. Then it doesn't show up if you've talked about it.
0: I, I, I tend to find um, copying and pasting stuff in the, in the coding specifically, uh it it can be a time saver at times but i think it also can introduce problems specifically if you need to go and revise the text later like if you need if there's like a typo in it uh and you go back and fix it you might you know mess up and not change it every time or it'll be a pain to change it every time or if it or worse if you have to actually like change something with the code in that section like
1: oh i did it was such a pain Oh, I was screaming when when the um the auto check thing said, "Oops, there's a problem in this section. You've got a dead link going to newspaper 3 and there's no <laughs> newspaper 3 scene." And it made me very sad.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I mean that that would be a reason to try to avoid copy-pasting if if possible. Um,
1: but, yeah, that was an easy way to get, like, a thousand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it certainly does improve your word count.
1: Certainly, yeah. It's like, oh, I'll just copy-paste yeah. the same scene all the time. <laughs> it makes you feel better.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think... So the the thing I always run into when uh, I'm writing, uh, and that was, that was something I noticed today, so it's on my mind, is that it just takes me forever to get, like, in the writing zone like, it's not uncommon for me to spend, like, I'll say I have, like, you know, three, four hours of an afternoon set aside to write, specifically to write on something. I'll spend the first hour just, like, looking at what I did before and making the tiniest changes to it and getting, like, really hung up in small stuff. And then the second hour, I'll finally get into the new stuff, but I still, like, it'll be, like, piece by piece by piece, like, letter by letter, almost. Uh, And then by the end, it's, like, Okay, now I just did 600 words in, like, the last half hour. Yay! Yeah.
1: So I, I
0: I need to figure out how to get to that 600-word yay point earlier.
1: I feel, earlier. um, some of my tricks, um...
0: Yes, please.
1: I go to the library or McDonald's or somewhere, and write there. I don't know how often you write outside of home, but, um... Not being able to check, like, Twitter and Facebook mm. and my email really helps. Oh,
0: that's good.
1: Um, yeah, that's a good
0: idea though. Maybe just like, cause it's, I, I only, uh, I'm only writing on this project one day a week. It's, it's a Wednesday afternoon thing. So I can spend the rest of my time working on our other project, mm-hmm. Cap President 2 and Internet Core. So maybe I just need to set aside that afternoon and just like get out of my office, go to the, go to the local cafe, just go out like on my deck. Go out far enough that I can't get a wi fi signal something like that, maybe that would help
1: or just go somewhere else there's um yeah, yeah, like psychologically speaking, apparently it works if you've got this special place where you only write that's what you do in that place, then you know if you've if you're if you go to that place, then you'll automatically wanna start writing. I guess that makes sense like here's a, probably a better example. It's my body position when i'm uh you know in my computer. Late at night, I always tend to be like slumped back, <laughs> and um, I'm way less efficient whenever I get slumped back. So one mm-hmm. one trick I can do is change my body position and force myself to sit up straight. That causes me to concentrate and focus more. I don't know. I read somewhere that works. <laughs> it works. Oh, I like, so yeah. I
0: like this. I think I'll try to uh, I I'll, I'll try to give it a shot next week and and see if that helps at all. It's a good idea. Thank you.
1: Yeah, pull out a. Pull out a chair. This is the writing chair.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, it sounds like it could be just as simple as, like I
0: said, well, I want to say going out on my back deck, but it's going to get really cold soon, so maybe not that, but, like, just switching to downstairs. <laughs> the basement. The basement can be my writing room. My my creepy-ass basement with the uh, exposed rock walls.
1: Well, I know when I used to be writing fan fiction in, in like, college and stuff, it, it you know... I would always be like on my computer, on my bed, lying on my side, <laughs> and that oh, that just put me, because I never did that for anywhere else. Uh, I mean, for like just messing around on the internet in general, I I didn't do that on my bed. So I just kind of got into a writing mood. Uh, you know, after doing it enough, you know, my body just realizes, up, oh, he's in the writing position. I need to start writing now. Just trick your brain into working the way
0: you want it to work, I guess. <laughs> look, this is writing time now. This is not messing around on Twitter time. Yeah,
1: but I'm writing tweets. No, stop, brain. <laughs> well, I
0: just need to tell my body, like, look, I know every time feels like Twitter time, but this <laughs> this time is special. <laughs> this is no Twitter.
1: Yeah, so one thing I did differently... Um... I just went totally off the rails, I guess, with this pathway of the kidnapped prom queen. Awesome.
0: That's what I like to yeah, hear.
1: Completely just tore up well not completely, but definitely tore up my outlines. So we've got a completely different like cast of characters yes. than who is supposed to originally appear. The one character whose name is impossible to program doesn't show up. So that was great, but uh, no, for whatever reason with chapter 2, I'm um, at the end of chapter 2, that's, that's when the, the prom queen gets kidnapped, and then and chapter 3 is when your character gets kidnapped, and that's the case with every pathway, but uh, for some reason I had the best friend character there um, at the end of chapter 2, so, I don't know, I'd have to check the dates, but I'd written chapter 2, like, months before <laughs> June! Yeah. Wow, back in June, okay, and then, you know, started writing chapters 3 through 10, just this month october so i i decided i liked the best friend character and now she ended up being one of the victims rather than uh uh i guess she replaced the character with the hard to program name and that character appears in the final secret ending and that was one of the one of the testers got back to me it's like hey this name doesn't work <laughs>
0: Wait, so what was, did we talk about this before? What was what was broken about that character's name? Was there, like, a weird symbol in it, or was it, like, too long or something?
1: No, it's just, it's, it's a name that you, you get to choose what the character's name is. Okay. And so, um, every single time I, you know, have to do a special variable for this character's real name, and then this character's, um, nickname. This is kind of silly, so, um... The recommended nickname for the character is J Dog, based on um <laughs> our playthrough of nine nine nine. Nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. Oh my
0: gosh. Oh. Oh, that is a deep pull. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, beca- Nicola would be proud.
1: Yeah, that's because in like um way back when version of the game, um, I used the, the J Dog's portrait as the character's God. picture. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for for anyone who has no idea what we're talking about, uh back in the Game Cola days, uh me, Michael, and our, our friend uh Nicolas Suprac did a uh sort of a, a let's play video of the nine 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 games and the character uh I'm gonna say Junpai? Junpai? Yeah, I think that's uh, a None of us knew how to really pronounce the name, so we had to start calling him J Dog for the longest time. <laughs> it was, made things easier for us. Uh the Pony Pros. Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time coming up with default names for the characters. Um, the player can pick whatever they want to name the character, but also they can pick the name from a list. So the, the options are yeah. uh, Akimi Karashi, Victoria Miller, uh, Katie Henderson, and then pick your own choice. Those are the females. Uh, Victoria, obviously named after Victoria Budke, I imagine. Um, Katie, named after my wife. Um, so the male name's uh, Akira Karashi Billy Butler, uh, Michael Nickerson, and then pick your own name. <laughs> wait, wait. Victoria gets to be in the game, but I don't? You're, like, oh. mentioned as um, oh. somewhere. Oh,
0: I'm a corpse, aren't I? You killed me off. I see how this is.
1: I forget. Yeah, here we are, Root. Route 1, Chapter 4.
0: Totally going to kill you off in a game now.
1: Yep, you're Coach Franzen. You coach the uh, football team. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, well, at least it's a realistic depiction of me.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is... Uh, this. Is, I should warn you, the football team doesn't win any games. They're, oh, so it is realistic. They're kind of <laughs> notoriously bad, and I poke jokes at them throughout the entire nope, thing. that is
0: perfect. I, uh notoriously in, uh, T-Ball, not T-Ball, Little League, uh, hit the ball exactly once, and I got, like, a standing ovation from my team, because I got on base,
1: yeah. <laughs> and
0: I got, to, and I got to keep the ball. I'm pretty sure I got out at second, but, so, yeah, that that tracks.
1: Yeah, I don't know, I just thought it was amusing that the, the one character gets to be, um, you know, the captain of the football team, but... I just thought it was funny if the football team loses every single game. I don't yeah. know why that struck me as particularly humorous, but it did at the the time I was writing it, and so it basically becomes a running gag. I don't know. It feels like... You know, the stereotype is that, you know, the, the football players are, like, the kings of the school and whatnot, and everybody loves them, and they're super popular. It's like, even if the team is terrible?
0: So, but it, it sounds like uh, the the script for... Kidnapped Prom Queen is finished now, is that correct?
1: Yeah, it's finished, and um, I'm giving the the testers a month to play through it. Let me know what they like, what they don't, if they have any ideas for achievements. I always had in the (laughs) back of my mind to uh, do achievements, but um, I didn't actually think of one until um, this pathway in Chapter 3 with the first puzzle. uh, The first puzzle that you get to solve, Cheeseburger, is one of the wrong options... Uh, on all three rounds of the puzzle, so I'm like, there should be an achievement if you select Cheeseburger all three times. <laughs> yeah, sure. But that's going to involve programming. Ugh.
0: That's that's one of the harder parts for... Um, I mean, I guess not that hard, but, but for working on story-based games like this, like the visual novels we do, is coming up with achievements for them. I mean, because they're not really going to be tied to gameplay. It can't be like, you know, get 50 headshots in a game... It has to be like pick this option instead of this option. Pick pick all of these options. Stuff like that. It's 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 tough to be creative with it.
1: Yeah, I know what a lot of games do uh or I guess the more casual games they just give you awards like, okay, you got like to this point in the game, like halfway through. Yeah. You got to the point where this is revealed and that uh, you know, unlocks the achievement secrets revealed.
0: Or just like, finish chapter one, finish chapter two, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I I do think in Cat President, we got one of the all-time greatest achievements, uh, which is called Marry a Cat. (laughs) 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 I enjoyed that one a lot. And that one was actually tricky, because you think it would be an achievement you unlock in any of the good endings, but you don't specifically marry the candidate in every single ending. I had to go through them all to figure out which ones uh, where you literally marry the cat.
1: Oh, something that um popped into my mind. I was surprised at at the end of writing um this pathway of the kidnapped prom queen, I, I had a scene where the culprit stabbed someone as a distraction so they could get away. Okay. And I re I had to rewrite that. I was like does that go against the Apple Apple store or Google Play Store oh. rules? I know there used to be. Um, I used to know where to find like the the list of rules where uh, what the ratings are. I I thought maybe actual blood would bring my uh, rating up. There's no swearing in my game. In some of the pathways, there is swearing, but it's either like bleeped out or I use other words rather than curse words. So I I don't. There there
0: there's got to be more violent games than this on the on the Apple. I whatever store (laughs) this is this is uh this is a hosted games game right yeah yeah it should be i feel like i've i've seen hosted games that have more violence than one person getting stabbed once i don't know i i feel like you should be fine but i'm speaking as someone who's never released an apple game so
1: well 999 was released uh, on apple wasn't it so that's a pretty
0: violent game yep there's blood in that
1: there's blood, there's violence, there's swearing. I'm sure it's probably rated rated something, though. Yeah. Oh, hey, Luigi's Mansion 3 is coming out. That's cool. You know, I played Luigi's Mansion 2 for a little bit, and I'm like, this is... Oh, gosh. I'm trying to remember if the word is paramount or tantamount. Anyway, it reminded me of Zelda, <laughs> but it was... Really? Instead of, like, sword play, it was fighting ghosts. It's basically the Zelda pub's puzzle dungeons, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I played all of the original one. Uh, I, didn't, I was not left with a desire to play any more Luigi's Mansion after that, uh, but uh, apparently that puts me in the minority, because I think people are really excited about it.
1: Well, the controls for the second one were kind of not so good, actually. Or maybe I just wasn't reading the controls correctly. That felt like that could also be a problem, too. I don't know. Apparently there's a green Luigi in this one, but Luigi's already green. Oh. Gooigi. He's gooey. That's gross. (laughs) Is he different from Luigi? Or is this Luigi (laughs) turned... He's
0: made of goo. I don't know what you want. Is he like
1: Slimer?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Kind of. (laughs) Google Gooigi sometime. There's like... Yeah, Goo melting off of him, isn't there? Yeah.
1: I'm just wondering if yeah. Luigi is a separate character from Luigi, do Luigi and Luigi ever, you know, are in the same room together. That's just my question.
0: <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a great question that I am not currently prepared to answer for you.
1: Cuz I know like Rainbow Mario and actual Mario are supposed to be the same character. What's Rainbow Mario? Our Metal Mario. Metal Mario.
0: Metal Mario, yeah. Well, I mean, in Mario 64, you put on a hat and become Metal Mario. So I don't know if, like, in Luigi's Mansion 3, you eat a Jello and become Gooigi.
1: That could be it. That would actually be amazing. <laughs> I'm surprised Metal Mario still shows up in a bunch of <laughs> Mario games.
0: I'm, I'm, now I'm looking at the Metal Mario. uh We should get back on track. <laughs> Would you like some updates on Internet Court and Cat President, too?
1: Um, sure. I'll get back to the thing I was talking about later. No, no, you can
0: go, you can get back to it now. It's fine.
1: Oh, uh, I found out that um, writing all those Dragon Ball Z fanfics was actually useful for something. I'm surprisingly good at writing hand-to-hand combat scenes now. Oh, cool. like That's never really had to come up in any of our games, really. But uh, I could keep track of where the characters are standing and where all their body parts are if they're moving around and attacking each other in various uh, ways, which I hope is interesting to read. I don't know, maybe my fight scenes are actually boring, but... They were easy to write, and I'm, I'm told those are really, really hard to write fight scenes just out of nowhere. And uh, another idea, just a random joke line, throwaway line, was about soap operas, and I was like, "Oh, soap opera high! Wouldn't that be a great?" That sounds like a
0: no, oh, no. That sounds like a <laughs> video
1: game or something. No
0: more soap opera games TV
1: show, yeah <laughs> Haven't we done enough soap opera games
0: yet, Michael? One is enough, definitely <laughs> Two if you count uh, Francie Drew 2
1: Oh my gosh, you're right Oh Yeah, that's way too much <laughs> uh, No, it's fine <laughs> I feel like it would be just like that Doki Doki Literature Club game Which I've never played and know nothing about Besides the name But Soap you Opera Club That should work
0: Oh, soap opera! But what about a uh, Doki Doki Running Club too? Yeah, <laughs> that I was all excited about before. Yeah, I think. Um, so yeah, I think Trapped in a Soap Opera, uh, which you can buy individually on itch as opposed to as a package on Steam, I think it might literally be our lowest selling game. I think. I think it sold like two copies.
1: It's very sad. Oh,
0: well, but I mean, it's 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 because people would just buy the bundle on Steam instead. So it's It's not necessarily uh because of the game itself, but
1: what doki Doki Literature Club is a two thousand seventeen? I thought it was like something that came out fifteen years ago.
0: No, no, that's that's super new.
1: Wow, I'm just terrible <laughs> at knowing what games are uh while this game appears to be a lighthearted dating simulator, it's in fact a fictional psychological horror game that extensively breaks the fourth wall. I don't know if I want to play this game anymore.
0: Oh no, I think it would actually be too scary for you. <laughs> it would definitely be too scary for your audience, and possibly for you as well. Oh no.
1: I just want to play a game where I get to date famous um, literary people like Shakespeare. And uh,
0: Oh, that's not what it is at all. <laughs> you could play like the first like half hour of it or so probably.
1: Oh, there's a poem writing mini game. That's cute. I would stop
0: there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it feels like that would be that sounds like something that would be a Japanese dating sim is all these famous authors get turned into cute high school girls and you have to date them.
0: <sighs> Wasn't there one where I dated Oh, I think it might have been literary characters, not authors. I'm pretty sure there's one where I dated like Sherlock Holmes and and Oh it's
1: tricky. He doesn't like dating people.
0: Yeah. Well so they and they got around um uh they got oh, and I think Frank Dr. Frankenstein was in there too, but they got around um copyright issues by calling him uh Herlock Sholmes, which I which I liked a lot.
1: <laughs> that's the uh traditional copyright free version of his name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that that was uh that was code realized I think I played it on Vita. that was a great game.
1: yes, I love how Horlock oh, I think that was an actual
0: that thing. that was the one where where the the uh if I recall correctly the main character had to wear gloves all the time because if she ever touched anybody, she melted them.
1: oh wow
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the one where you melt people
1: we need to be writing more like game premises, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so that's that's all on my list. What's going on with the Internet Court? I um did not get a chance to watch any of Internet Court. I think I said last time I went through the uh uh the outtakes for chapter 2 and then that was yes, it. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> I'm very disappointed. That was that was one of my bullet points I was asking, "Has Michael played case number 2 yet?"
1: I got it transferred to another computer so I could show it off to people, and that was going to be playing it, but then they got distracted and did something else.
0: Oh that's okay uh yeah um, I mean, I guess I don't actually have a ton of updates for internet court uh in I'm very very far not very far, but i'm I'm well into uh putting together case number three now I think I'm at like I'm just starting on the big grammar puzzle in that case um we're gonna see if that turns out to be a coding nightmare or not um because I think for the first part of the puzzle you you have to pick out which words are are typos right. Mm-hmm. And something
1: like that. Uh,
0: I mean, it won't it won't be challenging to code, but I think it'll be time consuming just because there's a lot of different words. So I'm going to have to code things for highlighting each individual word.
1: Oh, in
0: order to find <laughs> yeah. So I, I already I already put together the art for it, but I will have to make all of the different uh, objects or whatever you call them in Renpy. So <laughs> that'll take a little bit of time, but it, I mean, it'll be fairly straightforward once I'm able to define all of them because it'll just, you know, check if it's spelled correctly or not. There's only two two options where it's going to go from there, so it's just a matter of taking the time to do it, which I don't have a problem with. I, I I don't mind stuff that takes a lot of time if if it's not like super difficult to figure out.
1: Oh wow. So okay, so Guigi and Luigi <laughs> are are different people. They um they have been pictured together in the same room. Gooigi apparently is from the future or something like that.
0: The future where Luigi is Goo. <laughs> it's a, he was
1: in he was created by future Professor Egad. So um great. He is apparently edible and may taste like coffee. <laughs> no,
0: what? What happens if you eat part of him? I don't know. Does it come like uh, does he make more? Can you run out of Gooigi?
1: Gooigi, uh, the player can use him to reach certain areas, such as going past bikes. No, I want to learn he more about eating he touches... him! <laughs> yeah. It says he melts if he touches water and disintegrates if he touches Yikes. fire. He's only got 25 HP.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I Google image search this, and one of the links is five quick and easy Gooigi meal ideas, and there's a picture of Gooigi's head on a plate.
1: <laughs> no! No! We're Gu- <laughs>
0: <laughs> he does I'll be honest look delicious <laughs> this is awful
1: can you eat it you're the second person to ask uh, yeah they've got an interview with this guy <laughs> why do people the producer... keep him this you're the second person to ask if you can eat Guiji, laugh it's probably like gummy so you can eat it <laughs> the actual backstory is that the professor extracted a bunch of energy out of a ghost he captured and accidentally spilled coffee on it <laughs> and that's how the goo was made <sighs> getting worse and worse. And this person's totally not allowed to even touch Waluigi. That's sad. So that's why Waluigi isn't in Luigi's mansion. Well, then who's allowed to make Waluigi (laughs) games? (laughs) I want my Waluigi dating sim. (laughs)
0: I want my Goo Waluigi. 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 that's way better. Ugh. Yeah, but... but anyway, uh yeah, just that's that's the big update really is that internet court is progressing very nicely, uh and we're gonna see what happens with this puzzle. It's possible that next time we talk I'll be like, yeah, I finished the puzzle and that's all I did this month. But we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh Cat President two has also uh made significant progress. Uh I'm working on the endings for the first pathway now. So that should be that should be wrapped up in the next week or so, I think. And I'll have the pathway ready to uh to send to you for your approval. Uh, but yeah, since I'm working on the endings now, uh, you and I had emailed uh back and forth a little bit about um some specifics about how we want to do endings this time because uh, if you the listeners recall for Cap President One, um, when you would get to an ending, like the game would kind of fade to black and then there'd be a big message that would say "Good Ending." And it would be like a picture of something that I thought looked happy, like cook- yes, in the Halloween, Yeah, and that of music would, would play. play, and there would be like a plate of cookies or a Christmas tree or something. Um, and I don't think we're going to do that this time. <laughs> I think in retrospect, I think it's just it's it's too goofy, it's too much. It, it and I think when I've when I've watched like let's players playing through the game, I think it didn't really land that well with them.
1: I thought it was great. Um, uh-huh. it, but it it was like, I guess I got used to it. Whatever you call it, when you know it's coming, it as like I'm interested in seeing. Okay, what's the new bad picture going to be? <laughs> what's the new good picture going to be? Like, oh, oh it's fair. just a cow in the field. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's kind of bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it was hard too to come up with what like the normal ending pictures were, trying to find like, okay, what's a normal thing? What is Here's normal? A bowl of cereal. Yeah. I did like for one of the bad endings, I had a picture of a porta potty that got knocked over on its side uh during during the hurricane. I enjoyed that that which which I a uh, picture I had taken when we lived in Connecticut. I liked that one quite a bit. But yeah, I, I just I never really got the impression that, that it was really working. Uh, so I think we're going to try something that, that Michael and I, we've both seen other visual novels do, which is the game doesn't really necessarily tell you what the ending is at first, and it, it maybe it doesn't even like tell you that you're even in an ending. Like You might not know you're in an ending until you actually finish it. Um, and then after the scenes are completed... Uh, It fades to black, and in, like, the bottom corner of the screen, it'll be, like, good ending. Uh, Mm -hmm. Or, like, character name good ending. Or I think you you had some cat-specific, cat-president-specific labels we could be using for that, too.
1: Yeah, president-specific. It's, like, presidential ending, and then also ran. And it's, like, I don't know what other names. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if your character actually becomes the president in every uh pathway, so that would be the question. It's like, can we really call it the presidential ending? Sure. If all that happened is you got the nomination, we don't know if you won the uh race against uh, DJ Nibbles.
0: Yeah, President DJ Nibbles, please, put some respect on his name. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's something um that i will be playing around with uh in the next couple of weeks as i uh actually finalize these ending sequences um but as i was talking about last month i'm just i'm very very happy with how quickly this is all going at this point um and i hope uh it continues to go quickly and we're able to get the game out before the election before the general election i should say
1: that would be helpful if yeah. we, we get out before uh, all the car- all the <laughs> People stop dropping out, I sure. guess. After people stop
0: paying attention to politics for another four years.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: But, but no, I think I, I, I think uh, what was it? Cat President one came out in August of the election year last time, and I, I think that's not unreasonable. Um, the election's in November next year, so we got we got time. We got time to play with. I'm I'm very optimistic about it. Uh Yeah, so, um, I had a couple other notes on Cat President 2, um, oh, so, (laughs) you know, we have, uh, Michael, you know, we have uh, a parody of The View in, in this pathway that I'm working on, uh, which we included almost entirely so we could call it The Mew, which is...
1: Yes. Yes. Um... It was, it was Paul's idea.
0: <laughs> it was. My, I believe you said you had never watched The View and had no idea what it was, and neither have I. I
1: understand it's a talk show, and for some reason, um, presidential candidates go on this particular talk show. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense. Sometimes they show up on, like, late-night TV show, but they don't show up on, like, The Chew or other talk shows. yeah. Um, I don't know what other talk shows Jerry Springer. I've never seen a presidential candidate on Jerry Springer. I don't know why. Look, they that would appeared, be great.
0: They appeared on pro on actual pro wrestling in real life one time, so I feel like anything goes at this point.
1: I know. I feel like they need to show more love to these uh, daytime TV shows. They could be on soap operas. I don't know.
0: There it is. Yeah. <laughs> we'll 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 have the soap opera storyline in the next game. Don't worry.
1: I'm sure there are presents that have been on soap operas. Uh. The
0: reason, the reason I bring this up is because, and it's a very, very small matter. Um, but I, uh, we had had, we had a character in the in the Mew called uh, Sunny, and I just realized that I had to change that name because there's someone on the actual View who is named Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Goes to show how much we know about the actual show. Um. And one of the things I wanted to briefly touch upon was that... Um, so we've been doing the, our, our casting call for humans for the game. And um, mm-hmm. kind of to my surprise, not that many humans have been applying for the job. We've, we had way, way, way more cats apply for the game than humans. Um, so I've been going to Fiverr uh, a lot more than I was anticipating to, to hire models off of there. Um, which is fine, Except that I I like working with people that I have the established relationships with on on Twitter and Facebook and everything a little better because the people on Fiverr uh, can be a little hit or miss. Um, Like this one guy that I uh, tried to contract to be, um, I don't want to give spoilers for the character's name, so I'll just say he's the hot guy, the hunky guy. (laughs) Um, And after I made the order and sent him the money, uh, he just sent me a bunch of random selfies that he had sitting on his phone. And that was it,
1: as opposed to the actual. Um... Yeah,
0: well, as opposed to the like page-long detailed list of the specifications for what I needed and all the different poses. He's just like, "Hey, here's a bunch of good, cool selfies and, and images from my last photo shoot. Hope this is good." That's yeah, yeah. That was fun. And then I kept, you know, asking him to resubmit. Like, okay, this is a problem, obviously. Uh, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'll send the pictures." Uh, and this went on for several weeks and then I never got the pictures. <laughs> so I just, I wish, I feel like that, that happens a lot when I'm, when I'm trying to work with people. Like you, you run into people sometimes where they, where they keep saying, oh yeah, I'm going to do it. Don't worry. I'm doing it this week. I'm doing it this weekend. I'm doing it tomorrow. And then they just keep saying that for months and months on end. And I would respect you so much more if you just said, look, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry and then we can all move on with our lives, and I don't have to waste a month of my life hunting you down and trying to get pictures from you. I just, it frustrates me so much. (laughs) It it goes to show, once again, how valuable it can be as an indie game developer to find people that you like working with and that you can trust to do the things that they say they're going to do and not hold up your project for a month by by continuing to say that they're going to do something and never doing it. Uh it's mm-hmm. it's tough and extremely valuable when you can find those people that you can trust to work with.
1: That's all. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, see did I mention about um one a minute mysteries getting updated?
0: Oh, you I think you talked about it on Twitter. I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast.
1: Oh wow, I'm checking just now with the okay. Sorry, I just checked um, the uh, the Pride and Prejudice and Murder, and it looks like the other person has actually... Wow. Two days ago, this person wrote, like, um, about a page and a half. Okay, oh, nice. so... Uh, it it would have been very sad if you go on this big speech about how it's like, it's terrible when you work with people you don't know, and they let you down. <laughs> it's like, well, this is somebody I'm working with who I've never met in person, <laughs> But they aren't letting me down, so yeah. hooray! They wrote half <laughs> I mean, a page this yeah. month. Like, Yay! I mean, it's tough. You, you.
0: I mean, you can't just work alone on anything. You have to find these people. It's just... Yeah. It, it can be tough. So, I, I when I find people that I'm able to rely on, I like working with them again and again and again when I can. That's why you see a lot of the same names in the credits of our games.
1: Yeah. Well, he's playing the hot guy, so we, we don't have that many choices. <laughs> it's like, well... Oh. Whoa. I could just start working out now, <laughs> and uh, it'll be fine. It's,
0: it's fine. Uh, to, to put a cap on that story, I did eventually find a hot guy for us. Don't worry.
1: Oh, good, 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 yes. good.
0: Yeah, so what uh, what happened with your update?
1: Oh, yeah. So I think it was last month where I complained that the the update for uh, One Minute Mysteries disappeared, and it did. But um, now the update went through. Uh, <laughs> Yay!
0: Yay!
1: So, um, basically, um, I got an email from Bleep saying that Bleep <laughs> is no longer working with them, and, uh, the update got lost in the shuffle, so, um, Bleep, uh, decided to push it out, uh, immediately, like, put at the top of their list. Okay. I guess, because it's like, well, cause I, cause I wrote, it's like, well, it's been like two months, and, um... I guess that's a very reasonable excuse, and yeah. glad the person's like, well, if Michael's been waiting two months, okay, I'll just throw that at the top of my to-do lists. And you know, I would have been fine if you know I'd gotten a brush off or something like, oh, sure, I'll get around to it eventually. But um, it did get done within that's hours, fantastic. so I'm very glad.
0: Oh, oh awesome! Yeah, so I, I saw your your tweet about that, and then I immediately went to my phone uh, to attempt to update the game. Uh, and I accidentally reset all my progress. <laughs> no! So, <laughs> I may never... I think you said you posted the uh, the updated mystery online somewhere, so I might have to just read it there, because <laughs> I have to play through the whole game again otherwise. Which, maybe I'll want to do again for fun, but not right now.
1: Yeah, I actually deleted that post about it. Um, oh, you did, okay. <laughs> on my Gamer blog, because so I don't need a post saying, here's the mystery that nobody got to see, because... People could see it now,
0: yeah, that makes sense
1: I could I could read it to you um, it was it was a variation of mystery number four or something like that the first hidden animal mystery um, so somebody discovered there was a second solution to the puzzle so I changed it so there was only one solution and so the bonus mystery is the original version of the puzzle It's like okay see if you can find the uh the second unintentional solution awesome. That's why it's good to have testers <laughs> to realize problems like that. I,
0: I suspect I will play this game again at some point, and 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 100% it.
1: <laughs> you won't get an achievement for it. Oh, uh,
0: then never mind, I won't.
1: It's going to be very hard for me to, uh, I don't know, maybe writing achievements will be easy, maybe it won't. I don't know how it works on the Google Play Store are on the the uh, Apple store, so if I have to do something different for every specific store, then I'm probably just gonna yeah. not
0: well, do, do it. do Apple and Google have achievement based systems i I wasn't even aware of that. I know oh. Steam does and like Xbox and playstation i I wasn't I didn't know if google Google and Apple do.
1: They used to do where wasn't there like a game center thing well, that um, that sounds came familiar. on my computer. Or my phone. There used to be. There used to be. I don't know where it is now.
0: Oh yeah, there it is. Game Center, Apple Developer. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I honestly I I've only rarely play mobile games. I'd usually prefer playing them on my computer or or a console, so I don't I know very little about any of that. That whole world. Okay.
1: Yeah, they changed how Game Center works. It's no longer an automatic uh installed app. You actually have to do it separately. Social gaming service lets you interact with friends, track and compare scores and achievements. So yeah, they they do have it, but it's it's different. Okay, yeah, cool. But I don't think it's like... I don't know if um, achievements are worth anything. I don't know. I don't think on Steam, like, I got 12 achievements, now I can turn that into get a hamburger mailed to me. I, I don't think that's <laughs> I wish. I don't think they're redeemable for oh, anything, just no. street cred.
0: Pe- people love their achievements on Steam though. It definitely like is a selling point. There there are whole games on Steam where the entire premise is just unlocking as many achievements as possible. Like the game's literally called like Achievement Hunter or something like that. Like they have a ton <laughs> of stuff like that. People people love their Chivos.
1: There's advanced
0: achievements? What? What does that mean? I want the advanced achievements.
1: Using check achievements, we can award new achievements based entirely on <laughs> achievements already earned. These are known as meta achievements. Oh, so <laughs> is, that that like,
0: award- is that like the, uh, what is it, PlayStation? Like if you unlock all trophies, you get a special platinum trophy? Is it something like yeah, that? Yeah, something yeah, something like that. Yeah, it yeah. looks
1: like if you've gotten uh, achievements one, two, and three, you've achieved um, number four. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't know where you would put that in the code.
0: I guess uh, every time you earn one of uh, one of the achievements one through three, you then have to check like, have you unlocked one through three? If so, award number four.
1: Yeah, that's what I did with the uh, mermaid yeah. mission. Titanic. Yeah, we did that in
0: cat president too. I think.
1: Yeah, that's always kind of a pain. I know somebody recommended like oh have an achievement for if the person like answered all I think there are 21 different puzzles in the game if you got all the answers correct on the first try and like oh. that's that would take forever to code.
0: Yeah. All right, so uh would you would you like to answer some listener questions before we get going? Sure. All right. Uh let's just, we'll just do one this month. Um this question comes to us from Alicia V Parker. Uh and this is one I was hoping you could answer Michael because I got nothing. Um how young is too young to be gaming?
1: Um I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're the dad. It it depends on what you mean by gaming cuz I know mm. um you know, like, when you go to restaurants or something, the kids' menu will often have, like, coloring or, um, you know, tic-tac-toe. And I know there are games or apps that have those sorts of things. Um, you know, like Color a Dinosaur for the Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment System. Why?
0: Why is this the second time I've heard someone mention Color a Dinosaur this week? <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness! Haven't you noticed it's it's color a dinosaur uh, month? <laughs> Apparently,
0: someone uh, it was the the yard sale guy at Game just got a copy of it. and He's talking about it. Oh, that's so funny!
1: But no, there are definitely games and apps that are designed for younger kids that um, won't be able to handle like a controller or such. Um, you know, there are a couple of games which I think are okay. Like, I really like when I was a kid, like, kid picks or, uh, you know, paint. <laughs> um, I guess paint really isn't considered a game, but, yeah, they don't have, like, a minimum age on the uh, the games, so what they do in the, I I think it's computer games, but they, they set it up somehow on the screen, so it's a touch screen, so the kids just touch it rather than use a mouse. I think that's how they uh, have games for uh, the little, littler kids. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they've got games like, here's ABC games, here are nursery rhyme games. These are games definitely targeted for people that are you know, three and maybe even under. I'm not sure how developed the kids hands are when they're one year old, though. I I forget at this point. But you have to be able at least point and click (laughs) or tap the screen, I guess.
0: So you're saying there's like different levels different types of games that that are appropriate for for quite young audiences like that for quite for uh, younger children it's just sort of a matter of the type of game that the that the child would be playing But yeah. there, are, there are appropriate games for for very young kids that's interesting I, I don't know that i would have thought of that
1: yeah a lot of storybook games you know would you call consider a storybook game a game maybe maybe not I remember there was a Mickey Mouse game for the Nintendo Entertainment System where um all you had to do there there are like three gameplay modes and there is the the super easy gameplay mode where all you have to do is press the right button and you win eventually. <laughs> and then I think you know the harder level involves you actually have to jump a little bit or or go back sometimes I forget what it was. Well, it's yeah, that's, been a while. That's...
0: That's an interesting point. Like, going back that far, like, I definitely had, like, Sesame Street games on the NES. I was like Sesame Street 1, 2, 3, Sesame Street ABC that was just about teaching very, very basic stuff. So I'm sure including an educational component to the the game as well could be uh, considered important. Um, I think I also currently own, uh, for the Philips CDI system, a variety of educational, uh, quote-unquote, games that require, I think, no input... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I, I'm I'm looking at it right now. I got a game, two games called uh, The Emperor's New Clothes and How the Camel Got His Hump. And if I recall from what I'm playing them, they were very much like disc-based versions of film strips you would have watched when you were a kid with like a cassette tape playing. I don't know if you ever remember those from elementary school, but it's basically if they translated that into a video game, that's sort of what these are. So I imagine those are pro- uh, appropriate for any kids that are... You know, at a developmental stage where they can watch and understand television, they could her- handle those, certainly.
1: Yeah, I've seen, yeah, like I said, there there are some apps like that, the nursery rhyme games, where it's basically, okay, you tap on the nursery rhyme, and they'll yeah. play it for you. Storybook games also, uh, a common feature, I think, is it will just play itself, even if the kid has gotten bored and has walked to the other room. <laughs>
0: Oh, very interesting. So so there are definitely uh, uh, games appropriate for, for children of all ages, it sounds like. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think on that note, that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Arglefumpf, spelled exactly as it sounds. You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io, or just visit oarock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is Dead Monster by March of the Danger Men. You can check them out on SoundCloud. And finally, if you have any questions about game development or our games specifically, we'd love to hear them. Email them to podcast at oarock.com. Is there anything that you would like to add, Michael? All right. (laughs) See everyone next month.
1: All right.
0: (laughs) Bye. Oh, that's gotta be a thing. Goo Waluigi. <laughs> really? Oh, I don't see any fan art of Goo Waluigi. Alright, someone's gonna have to work on that.
1: Waguigi?
0: Waguigi, that's way better.